0: welcome on back to breathing new life a podcast exploring and rediscovering new metal past present and future i'm jeremy And I'm Tom. And Tom, today, bud, we are in for a treat as we got my boys, local Central Florida boys, No Self on the pod with us today. We got both Dylan and Justin, who I personally refer to as Dabney. But uh, Dylan, Dabney, how are you guys doing, man? What's good?
1: Well, it's living the dream, you know?
0: Hell yeah. And just to let everybody know here, um, if you're not familiar with No Self, uh, they hail from my neck of the woods, around the Central Florida area, uh, close to Orlando. Uh, these boys are signed to Zombie Shark Records, and I personally know that these guys have been jamming new metal since probably out of the womb. It's just in their blood, like it is in my blood. <laughs> but as far as, <laughs> but as far as like the ladies and gents listening to this episode um When did No Self exactly start? Now, from my recollection, I think it was around 2010. But like, when did it exactly start? And kind of give a brief history of of the band.
1: Well, so I mean, really, it's kind of a long story. But um <clears throat> we actually we started this back in high school for a very brief moment. It was like 2002, 2003. Played for like a year or two, and then kind of you know just quit. You know, as things happen, and then around 2000. Ten, we kind of got back together and started, you know, messing around with some of the old songs and kind of put the lineup back together, and it's, it's, that's kind of the deal.
0: Right on, yeah, exactly. I, I would say I remember when well, I was playing a new era. I, I think we kind of like kind of kicked off our both of our bands around that same time, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. We played a lot
2: of shows together. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that was that was the fun part. Um Personally, one of my favorite times is whenever we had shows with you guys, whether it be you know, up near your neck of the woods around Daytona, down here in Orlando. Um, we had, oh my God, we played all kinds of places. Um, I'm trying to think of like The Haven, we've played up at uh, Sick Boys, it's no longer there. That was yeah. one of my uh, favorite venues uh, that we jammed with you guys.
1: Do, do you remember that really weird, that really weird Jacksonville thing we did where it was like us and then these hip hop groups? Do you remember that? That was like, yeah, was I really do.
3: strange.
0: Yes, I do. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> like us, a hip hop group, you guys, another hip hop group. And then, um, we also had one where, oh man, that was our CD release party. I don't know if we had you guys on that, but it was, or, or, or you guys had a show with like a hip hop group, but yeah, that was, that was pretty unique for sure. I remember um, uh,
1: liquid scripts too. Oh yeah. Liquid scripts Played there at yeah. Least once
0: or twice. Yeah. 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 Liquid that, scripts was good. I don't think that
1: place is it's no, the same no, either, right? It's not that yeah. anymore.
0: No, nah, no, nah, that, that's another venue that's that's shut down as of late. Um, but yeah, man, it was just funny. Like, I was just excited to kind of talk to you guys because, you know, we can at least a little bit, you know, reminisce about, you know, the new era, no self days. I mean, obviously, you guys are still going in, you know, uh, full steam ahead. Um, but let me ask you, are you guys still doing the Jaeger the shots in the back? I think Dabney hit me up on Facebook saying, bro, like we're <laughs> we're, we're, we're too grown up for that shit now.
1: <laughs> well um yeah they don't but uh i you know i i tend to still uh kind of do the old the old school stuff so
0: <laughs> yeah there you go yeah yeah so uh, and then uh
1: <laughs> you jaeger know, Ye- and root beer jaeger and root beer
0: jaeger and root beer yeah oh. i don't know if, i don't know if you remember when john you know uh when we were playing he, he liked the box wine and we mixed the box wine yep. with the oh uh, yeah oh, yeah
1: it's I actually mean. it's actually funny because I was actually hanging out with John the other day and uh, oh nice yeah yeah we were talking about that so it's funny that you brought that up
0: yeah he's actually you know?
1: going to be uh, coming up on a track too uh, yeah, uh, that yeah, we're,
0: we're having on that studio.
2: we're really excited That's about
0: yes which um, I was fortunate enough to hear because yeah thanks Daphne, for sending that over uh, sounds really really good and you know once you guys drop that uh, we'll certainly feature it you know sure. on the, on the Facebook. And um, as we're going through this interview, just to let everybody know, we have, uh, I believe, three tracks we're going to feature. Uh, we'll just play during this interview. Um, and a little bit of backstory with that. When we were trying to prep for this interview, um, Tom and I were asking Dylan and, and Justin, which songs you know would they want us to play? And they're like, all right, you guys choose. So Tom had his top two. I just like the whole fucking catalog. So I'm like, all right, let's just go with what Tom's got because... The the whole, the whole interview would just be like maybe a few questions and the rest just no self for like, I don't know, 10 hours, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, guys, it's, it's really good to have you on here. Um, so yeah, like it, it's good again, just to kind of just reminisce about back in the day, you guys are still going strong. Um, and we both in our history and I'm sure you guys still have some opportunities where you kind of hit out the road and play with different kind of bands. So what would you say, like from your previous road experience? Like, what are some of your favorite moments of going out on the road, and or specific bands that you've got to meet and play with um, throughout the years?
1: Um, Forty Below Summer was a uh, a memorable one. Um, it was a weird show, but it was cool meeting those guys and jamming with them. That was a lot of fun. Um,
2: uh, we we linked up with the Redefined.
1: Yeah, guys, Redefined. We? Yeah, we did South rede-
3: Carolina. Yeah. Oh wow.
2: Yeah. And those guys. Uh, and- those guys are really cool. Super supporters of the scene know, uh, they're pushing strong too. They got a lot of great stuff coming out right now.
1: Yeah, they're on fire right now.
2: So. Um, what was the name of that place that we played in South Carolina that I loved?
1: Oh man, um, I can't remember. Was I it Ground Zero? Ground Zero? I think it was Ground Zero. Ground Zero, was ground Day, Zero. Yeah. yeah, there was a couple of them, but um, it's all kind of a blur. That place
2: was this hole in the wall in the middle of nowhere, and uh, and we showed up and just rocked the house, and uh, it was a really, really good time. Lots of, lots of support from the crowd there.
0: Awesome, man. Yeah. And you guys mentioned Redefine. I believe Jordan was our very first interview for this podcast. And, and I'll tell you, man, he's that is one down to earth, dude. Super awesome. And you can tell, like, he really cares about people that, you know, support the scene and, and support his band. Um, just, you know, no ego attached whatsoever. So, I mean. Yeah,
2: they're, they're it, genuine, also, humble dudes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, they actually just released a new um New single, I believe it's called "It's Fine." Uh, it sounded killer. I just heard like a quick little snippet of it, but um, we'll, we'll definitely be checking that out here. Yeah, for sure I, ch- I case checked case. it out
2: this morning. It's it's dope.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dope indeed, man. Yeah, and then um I would say you know with, with all of those different places, um and for those who don't know, dabney and I, for a quick second, for like a side project, we were in a band called Stark together. So we were kind of talking about just you know we always talk shop, and I do remember one of i would say if and unless i'm wrong here one of your high points as far as playing at different shows had to have been that 2019 blue ridge festival and, and like your bass player glenn was in that that i would say viral pick where he's crowd surfing playing the bass like would you guys say that was like as far as shows would that be almost like one of the peak moments yeah uh, was playing definitely, out? Def-
1: definitely top two for sure it was either that or uh, welcome to rockville we played uh not last year but the year before yeah it was Blue Ridge was crazy. That was like our first real experience, like you know getting to watch uh, get to watch as we are all loading on stage, Cold is playing on the adjacent stage. So it's awesome. like we're watching them from the other stage it was a kind of you know surreal experience.
2: yeah, so many so many big acts, you know on on Blue Ridge, um just getting to like watch all those bands and and you know shoot the shit with those guys when they're hanging out backstage and stuff. It's like it's really cool.
0: Yeah, that yeah, I was gonna say just and just seeing the videos on Facebook or on just anywhere online, just the crowd presence and the crowd reaction, man, like they, they ate you guys up, man. It was it was well, that's, really sweet.
2: That's how we know that like we're still doing the right thing and, and you know, we keep pushing forward, you know, because that's why we do it, you know. We wanna do it for the crowd and for the crowd reaction, and if the crowd's feeling it, we're gonna we're gonna keep pushing along.
4: Yeah, for sure. Tom, are you there? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, buddy. I'm here. Yeah. Sorry. I've been, I know, I've been really quiet for this interview so far. Hey, how's Uh, it going, buddy? (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. No, I mean, like, it's kind of funny because obviously you guys are so well acquainted with each other and all that stuff. I'm kind of just hanging out and, you know, being here with this interview, it's all good. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, sorry, just kind of following along and just sitting back, actually, just chilling and, uh, listening to you guys talk, you know, talk about your history and, and stories together. Uh, but yeah, um, Shit, I don't know. Well, we were talking about festivals here and uh, huge lineups and all that stuff. And one of the things we've actually been kind of doing with the last couple of interviews we've done is like, you know, you guys obviously, guys played with quite a few bands already, but what kind of like dream lineup do you guys have? Like, say it was like a five band lineup, obviously, you guys being one of them. What kind of lineup would you guys have for a dream show like that?
1: I mean, well, Deftones, number one. Um, Amen. You know, uh, uh, probably be like Death tones, corn, uh, you know, if nothing face was still a thing. And, uh, and that, uh, that's way that. Would,
2: you know. I spine shanks definitely yeah. a top pick for me. Yeah. If they were still oh, a thing,
3: yes. <laughs> I would actually, <absolutely,
4: laughs>
2: I would die to, to play with spine shank. That would be amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a, that's
1: a, it's a hard one, man. There's so
4: many, yeah, there there's so, many. so
2: many. plus like, it's, you know, like. How do you judge it too? It's like, do you just pick all the top, you know, the top five new metal bands of all time, or do you keep it more realistic and like, okay, well, these guys are out on tour, and these guys are doing this, and these guys it's, are doing that. A,
1: like, I mean, if, if we're ever talking like like pure fantasy here, then I would definitely say it would be like Deftones, Corn, uh, yeah, Slipknot is one of those. Uh, oh, yeah. just, mm-hmm. it's just it's just System of a Down, Seven Dust. I mean, there's just so many. There's just so many like honestly, like if if we can just get on like that was that sick new world right if we could just, just go ahead and do that yeah and yeah that would yeah oh, oh, just
2: sum yes. it all up right the sick new world lineup Let's just let's throw us on that and call that the, the
3: dream gig
4: <laughs> oh, all right yeah which uh i have mentioned before in previous episode i am fortunate enough to have gotten tickets and will be going out there in may so yeah, yeah. Guy, i can't Dude, believe that's, that. gonna that's gonna awesome. three months away from me man that's uh that's uh, god i'm still like kind of sitting here trying to prepare for that because i'm not somebody who takes a whole lot of trips or goes out of town a lot and i got like worry about you know finding somebody to take care of our pets while we're out of town and all that shit like i'm still yeah, kind man. of like got a little bit you know anxiety about that going forward I but absolutely. yeah i'm, I'm looking it's forward to it i mean it's though. like yeah i know it's it's like weird little like kind of like almost young gen x early millennial type of musical music festival for people so yeah I man, mean, crazy, I man. mean, I'm
2: not, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, We're going to have to figure out a w- way.
4: Oh, oh, go ahead, Tom. Oh, it's going to say, it's going to be one of those uh few shows that we're, we're going to be able to see system of a down also because they really seem to be kind of winding down on their live shows and everything like that. So it oh, doesn't yeah, want to do them as, as much now. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say we have to maybe find a way to start like a petition to throw new self on the fucking Sick New World Festival. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. I, I, I'm gonna hit up like all the sub new metal Reddits. I'm gonna hit all the Facebook no, uh, new metal crowds and groups and whatnot and be like sign this shit. I'll make. I don't make a, I know. I'm, I'm kind of half serious about that. Like now I'm thinking about it. Like, yeah, what what what's you know what's the hurt in that? So the,
2: yeah. the real the real fan driven music festival, right? Like the whole thing is just presented by by polls and stuff like that so you just go online you vote for all the bands that you want
4: yeah all right okay moving on uh one of the big things going on for you guys recently you just released a new song and play a single called grayskull why don't you guys uh tell us a little bit about that
1: um well i mean you know i mean i don't know it's kind of like uh i don't know i so i'm a huge uh masters of the universe out of mark right he man uh, yeah um mm-hmm. and i, I had i've been trying my hardest to like get i have the power song and it <laughs> finally happened so um, you know uh so i've been kind of just built off of that and, i mean it's been fun to you know we got our new drummer on it so it's it's interesting kind of depth sound it forward <clears throat> but for me it was like yeah, definitely a guilty pleasure to try to get that in there and being able to uh you know say Takes me back to being a kid,
2: and yeah, you know, we mm-hmm. went on a
1: uh, you know, we went on a
2: small hiatus for almost a year where we we barely played any shows and we're just kind of working in the background. We're having internal issues with uh band members and stuff, and you know, so it was really cool to, to come out with the new drummer and and put out the new song and uh, and start start moving forward again because taking a break like that is uh,
1: can be rough sometimes. Yeah, it was it was difficult coming out of coming out of a pandemic and then. To that, I think making that transition when been really, really hard to overcome. But, you know, in a sense, that's kind of like the song kind of represents that for us in a way. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Right on, guys. All right. Well, hey, how about we're going to go ahead and play that right now? Uh, the title track again is Grayskull. Now, you, you spelled it a little bit differently. So make sure I'm going to make sure I got the spelling on this right. It's G R Y S K L L. Is that correct? That is yes, correct. Sir. All right. So, ladies and gents, It is the brand new spanking song from No Self, Grace Skull. We'll be right back. Cool. <laughs> all right and that was gray skull uh but you know what Dylan that was awesome you know it's funny when Danny first sent that to me uh a, a couple months ago I saw the, the spelling of it and I'm like is he trying to spell gray skull and then it clicked in my head I'm like holy shit is this about He-Man because I grew up like <laughs> He-Man was my guy dude I had Castle yeah, Gray Skull yeah. I had Moss yeah. Man Man of Arms
3: oh yeah um
0: yeah the whole thing that the gut that like the 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 castle uh the other part where you pour the slime on them like he-man was the shit for me i had Man skeletor shoes growing up so and it's funny when you said like you wanted to squeeze in i have the power like when you did that in the breakdown i'm like oh this is awesome it's got to be about, <laughs> hey, man. this is this yeah. is
4: great dude
0: <laughs> so like not only did i like the song it like you know the theme like you know like or the inspiration whatever i was like this is even better dude so that that is just killer um and then um yeah you guys were speaking to how um you know within the past year you've had some um internal um challenges as far as uh lineup and 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 members are concerned so yes we did see that recently um you know i know that glenn's been in the band for you know some time now but now jake's got into the fold uh doing drums so how did that come about how did you do you know him personally what did you respond to like it like like an ad or or something online like how, how did what's the story with him coming into the fold with no self
2: so i kind of uh i kind of know jake just from being around the scene and uh and my girlfriend cuts his hair so <laughs> that's kind of how i knew him and uh he was in and out of projects that that couldn't really get off the ground or had internal issues or whatever and so you know when Drew came to us and told us that, uh, you know, he wasn't going to be able to play for us anymore, we, you know, we looked at our options and we tried out some people and, you know, I hit, I wasn't really happy with anyone. And I hit up Jake and Jake was like, yeah, you know, I'll give it a shot. And I, I sent him a handful of songs and he came in the very first practice and was like nailing it right off the rip, like uh, playing to the click and, and uh, bringing some of his own style to it too. so. He was really excited, and he's a hard worker and he's a great guy, and we're really stoked to have him in the band.
1: Yeah, that's one of those things too. Like it, you know, anyone could probably come in and learn the songs and play them, but it's about your personality and how you're going to mesh with us, right? So like, when you've been playing this long, it's, it's paramount that together cause you're going to work together all the time, see each other more, most of our friends and family. so it's really important. He just came in. Kind of fill the void where we're unfortunately true anymore um but yeah so he's been a
0: absolutely that's great man that's awesome, awesome. and hey uh dabney I, I gotta correct you man there was one thing that you said that was a little incorrect uh with with your answer there and i gotta call you out and on the spot uh, you don't have a girlfriend anymore right
2: oh true yes this is my fiance Bro. Now. oh
0: congratulations this Thank literally happened much. last night so i and, yes. and i apologize I meant to tell you that at the top of the hour here, man, and just tell you congratulations. Stoked for you, man. Really happy. Thank you very um, much. Thank you. Thank to- you. Well, yes. Yeah. Way, way to go, man. That's that's awesome. So
2: Eng- engaged to be married.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's awesome, man. But yeah, man, we're so, thrilled. Uh, Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great, man. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to make sure I said that um, at some point in time today uh, in regards to that. So yeah, um, so now you guys are you know full fledged again um, working on music. You're looking to do some shows. Thank God, COVID's pretty much you know for the most part past us. Um, now also too, one thing I wanted to kind of touch on that I've noticed just as a friend and a fan is that ever since 2010, from what I've seen, steadily you guys are getting mentioned through various different types of outlets, whether it be Facebook or Instagram or Reddit, like you guys are slowly kind of building like this presence. I mean, there's even like people that were either, you know, fans of, of bands I was in or friends, other bands, and I see them all talking about no self. So what do you think is attributed to that? I mean, I know that obviously playing shows and trying to promote, but, um, I don't know, like, like, uh, just kind of speak a little bit on how you guys feel about your internet presence from when you started up to where it's grown to now.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's really have to have a team of people. That's something probably historically care about somehow it's worked out. Um, you know, I, 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 really can attribute it to longevity to still doing this. So like, you know, we're just, we've been around, you know, actually start to grow this kind of culture around, <clears throat> you know just people know you and have to talk we're always there always lurk,
2: lurking in the shadows yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're always there but yeah you know and it's it's having a good repertoire you know and and being humble and not you know egotistical anything you know like just uh just being ourselves and working hard and like he said you know being vigilant consistent um you know we don't have a, a, an enormous budget you know, so it's, we gotta, we have to rely on fans and friends and people that we work with, you know, producers or, you know, whatever, you know, people sharing our stuff because, you know, the algorithm's working against us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just, just, uh, and putting out cool tunes, that helps. Yeah. Cool tunes that people <laughs> like to listen yeah. to.
0: Right. Songs that don't suck. That That's right. a good step one, Right. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know, no, it, it's it Oh, go ahead. It's it's important
2: for us to, you know, I, I've seen comments and I've heard stuff that like, oh, this this band's core, they're not new metal, you know, and it's just really important to us to keep new metal in the roots of the music because that's why we're doing what we're doing.
3: hmm
0: right Yeah, absolutely. And and also too, you know, you're talking about, you know, the algorithms, you know, working against you, but also too, I think that we've shifted from back when we first started, I mean, if you want to go way back, like we're saying early 2000s, where if you were lucky enough to, you know, scrounge enough money to go to a half decent studio and put out a half decent sounding uh, song or album, you had one step ahead from a majority percentage wise of, of bands just trying to break through. Now, everybody can literally create music from their laptop and it's just a dime a dozen. And exactly. you know, to, capture, to capture that wow. attention span, you know, you from separating you from so many other people like that's the challenge so in this day and age i mean even for you know guys such as yourselves and other really really good bands like it's yeah it's tough to kind of just stick it out and, and try to you know kind of forge through and and still kind of like i said keep that presence but um right. which i think i think you guys definitely still have some momentum going things have been looking good um and yeah well, it just it's it
2: mm-hmm. we've been around for so long like you know yeah, we started in 2002, 2003, and then, you know, didn't really know what we were doing. We didn't know how to write songs and record or do anything like that until, like, 2010. It took us seven seven years or so to figure out all those all those gaps. And yeah. um, I don't know, I kind of lost my train of thought, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. <laughs> uh,
0: but, yeah, and, and now, you know, we are talking about how we're getting older and everything. And uh, I was just kind of curious, Dylan. You know what's it like transitioning now you're you know hashtag dad life you're dad life right now while uh, being in the band How, how's that working for you lately
1: um you know i i'll tell you one thing it's not easy it's almost like between music family life and you know let's be honest i have a job it's almost like a split personality thing to wear the, all these different hats just constantly
3: mm-hmm.
1: switching it's been a struggle However, I'm very fortunate Beyonce Christie is incredible. Just me it's me. It's me. It's me the opportunity these things that I love. So that's been a it's been a uphill journey. We're doing it. It's going pretty good.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, having that scheduling. support
1: scheduling. That's yes. that's what it takes. That's what it takes.
0: <laughs> Bro, I'm not even in a band. I gotta schedule everything. So <laughs> everything. I, I feel you, <laughs> you, you know? Time is finite. Time is finite.
2: I, I don't have a kid, so everything's
0: pretty easy for me, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
4: Yeah, same here, dude. Uh, I know I made the joke in the uh, group chat about uh, hashtag child free. And uh, the irony for this, of that being that uh, after this, I actually have to go to my niece's birthday party. Uh, so, yeah. Uh it's About half an hour I have to leave for that. So, like, I don't have kids, but, you know, i got got uh, siblings with kids that I... Uh, you know, I gotta make an appearance for that at, yeah, uh, just, which is great, is oh, that I love my can-
0: great. Just give him a bunch of candy and leave.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're definitely gonna make friends or keep family members that way. <laughs>
4: oh yeah, I have a great uncle. I'd be a great uncle doing that. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Dick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shit. Yo, don't invite Uncle Dick next time. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Awesome. Hey, how about we take another quick break? We're going to jam another one. This is one of Tom's favorites. Um, It's off of one of the human cyborg relations. We'll talk about that here in a second, but we're going to be playing through your eyes. Check it out and we'll be right back.
4: So yeah, that was through your eyes. And I, all I gotta say is, I really enjoy that song because it kind of brings in like a, a few different elements at uh, at the same time and the way it, it starts off and just a great build up in that song and then just kicks ass after that, really. There's not much more I can say to it. I just, when I first heard that song and it just really kind of I just really gravitated to, to it, and I just enjoy it. I do play it regularly still, and everything like that. Um, yeah, I, I love that song by you guys. That's that's a great Thanks. song. Do you guys have any kind of a story behind that song that you can talk about off the, off the top of your head? Uh, what's that again? Sorry. Oh, do you have like a you know a story behind that song that you guys can talk about um, off the top of your I mean, head? not really.
1: Right. So like that. That's one of the early ones. Um, I actually, we actually wrote that um probably like a years before. Actually honestly we we're probably probably started writing that back when we were jamming with Jeremy. So yeah. it, it just kind of evolved. So uh, some of the lyrical contents kind of like back when I was, you know, single and roaming around. Um just kind of stuff. Honestly, yeah, it's it's this really really old one and it kind of goes way, way back to like Christmas party and not getting about anything else. It's kind of what in the world to burn kind of deal. <laughs> <All right>. well- <laughs>
4: Yeah. Well, so, so,
0: oh, go ahead, Tom.
4: Oh, who's going I'll, ask this one real quick then. Um, sure. So, human cyborg relations has been the basically the saga of your last three albums. Your recurring theme, the the name of them all. Is that like the end of it now, guys? Yeah, this your last chapter with with the human cyborg relations theme, and if so, um, what direction are you guys going with after that?
1: Well, that's a good question. Um, I mean. For right now it, we, definitely that's probably the cyborg uh, run. Um, but I don't want to say never because you know who knows what's going to end up happening, but most likely yeah, that's the end of the human cyborg and then going forward, I think we're going to be single based for a while um, just till til we kind of figure out how we want to present ourselves.
0: Sure. Cool, yeah, so, so you guys are going and I think that's kind of like the latest trend, really. It's just why wait to kind of, you know Take the time, or you know, to save up the money to record, or to come up and make sure, like, okay, we can't release anything until we have ten or twelve songs. Like, you know, just just kind of putting out single after single. It seems to kind of be the way that it's going anymore, anyway. So, I I think that's that's a good idea.
2: It's easier. It's easier to promote that way. You know, attention spans are a lot shorter these days. Exactly. exactly. I mean, how many people sit down and listen to an album front to back? Everybody's got playlists of their favorite songs. Playlists. Interchanged constantly, so it's easier to promote uh, a single and keep people's attention. You know, you waste all this time on an album, and somebody hears one or two songs they like. They don't hear eighty percent of the rest of the album that you work so hard on. You know, Mm so it's 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 kind of tough. Because I grew up listening to albums front to back.
1: Dylan's a big fan. yeah, Yeah, I
2: still do it. Yeah, exactly.
0: Sure, if the album's good enough, I do the same thing, dude. Front to back, yeah. I don't even skip. I mean, I have some where I call it, it's like a no suck CD, dude. Front to back, I just right. let it roll, you know. Well, it's,
1: it's all about the flow, right? So, like, it's so important from like when you listen to a record like that, you go from one song to the other and they all flow together, and it kind of takes you on a journey. Um, you know, absolutely, even, whether the songs are you know all connected or not, you are you still on that journey as a person? That's something that is lost by doing the singles, however with the way the social climate is now, you're better off, <clears throat> you know, you're getting more bang, more bang for the buck. And as I mentioned, stretch them out,
3: you tend
0: to
1: put out there because it's all about content mm-hmm. putting it out there. So it's definitely more efficient.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, not to kind of throw you on the spot here, but just rough estimate, how many singles do you guys have in your back pocket as of now that you're looking to kind of shoot out here soon?
1: Well, right now we are, Five or six in process. Um or probably probably have another one months, we'll see how it goes. Shoot it, yeah, shooting yeah. for mid April for yeah. the next release. But you never know, you know, I mean you never know. You get in there, start talking to the producer and decides, Oh, well, Dylan, you know, we could really like you know, I know you already did like six thousand takes, but why don't you come in here and do eight thousand because 'Cause
3: they're all there, <laughs> <in>, right?
1: So <laughs> you never know what could happen, um, you know, so
2: but yeah, we're shooting shooting for uh in a quarterly would be nice. Yeah, three to four strong singles a year, and then maybe like an album every two years, putting those singles together, like a
1: track or two or something yeah. like that. What if that seems realistic, yeah, it's awesome, man.
4: All right, so you know, you guys know us. We're breathing new life. We talk a lot about having the life of new metal right now. You know, it's it's it it's quite alive right now, and we like to push and talk about newer bands and upcoming newer new metal bands. How do you guys feel about the state of new metal today?
2: Um, I think it's a mixed bag. I think there's a lot of really cool stuff coming out and a lot of potential. Um, unfortunately, I- I'm still listening to some bands that were from the, the last kind of reset or whatever that are already falling off. You know, like Siler is probably my favorite of the... Of the newer new metal bands, and now they're just kind of like dead in the water. Their social media is dead. Uh, but I like a lot of a lot of the newer bands. Uh, My enemies and I—that's another one uh, where I was just getting into those guys, and then they just kind of died in the died in the water. hmm Uh, that dot, dot bhp. Uh, I've been really yes. digging those guys a lot.
0: Yes, sir. Um, yeah, we've definitely uh, we featured them on here. Uh, yeah, yoke.
4: huge shout out to them. Yeah, Excellent. plug
2: plug redefined again. I mean, that new single I listened to
1: this morning was awesome. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you got Dropout Kings, yeah, out Dropout out Kings, and that. for me though, like I just I keep getting stuck it and, and I end up going back. Right, I don't know if something's perfect that really necessarily reshape it. I guess in my brain, right, my broken brain, but
3: <laughs> um,
1: you know, I you know, I just keep end up going back and you know, listen to like Tapper Gift and. You know from zero and Sa- four
2: or
0: five and that's those
1: kind S- of bands simon like, says "Twisted yeah, yeah,
0: method." Yeah, yeah, simon says wow keep there you go back, nice huh? good good call out oh
2: and i've yeah. i've got to make one comment that we've discussed about pulse ultra not uh, being on the
0: canada oh, special yeah, man A oh A i knew we were gonna get that we were gonna get that
4: tom <laughs> oh, i shit. knew it yeah.
2: cuz uh Dylan Dylan and I are both big Pulse Ultra fans and we were kind of shocked i was like man they didn't mention anything about them did they he's like no they did not yeah oh, that album's so um yeah. I know yeah. I, I want to talk about Fear Factory a little bit too um I just heard the new the new singer in Fear Factory I, I'm a big Fear Factory fan I like them a lot you know some people say they're new metal some people say they're Jason um they were a huge influence on me my guitar playing a lot of the stuff that I do uh, with my music the electronics and stuff um And I'm just really stoked with their new singer, man. I think that guy's going to kill it.
0: Yeah, awesome. See, Yeah, I recommend checking
2: out his uh, Dielectric video if you get a chance.
0: Yeah, I I saw the announcement earlier this week. I just, for whatever reason, I haven't gotten to check out the song yet. But the feedback that I've seen from comments, it's all been relatively uh, positive on that guy. So Yeah, Um, I was
2: worried because I'm going to see them with Static X, I think, next month. The Rise of the machines tour. I've had tickets for like two years or something because they had to postpone that tour. Um, oh, so and there was up in the air on who their singer was. So i was like, oh, who's your singer going to be? Who's your singer going to be? And then it came out, and he's awesome. And it's now and I, I've never seen Fear Factory live, so I'm super super stoked.
0: Hell yeah, yeah. And I was gonna say, you know, as far as new metal, yeah, I, I tend to myself also kind of go back to the old stuff, but it just it is kind of refreshing to see how there is a resurgence. And I think this time I don't see it going away as quick. Cause I mean, I would say as far as you know, the popular type where it was like this steep rise and a quick fall, because I think it got oversaturated and over commercialized to where I think this round we're seeing a lot to where it's still relatively, I guess you'd say quote unquote underground, you know, you're not going to find it on regular rock radio. So I think that's almost a benefit to this upcoming scene. And, and yeah, like, like you're saying, you know, it's, it's not the same. So why mess with perfection? I totally get that. I, I think like they, they some of these bands are kind of putting a slight little twist on it to where, you know, it's still kind of having the heart and soul of new metal, just like a, <clears throat> excuse me, like, like a slight little, like twist to, you know, like, like a, a different kind of, you know, feel to it. Um, but it, it's just exciting to see. And then also with that, now we're seeing taproot coming back we see fear mm-hmm. factory coming back yeah, like we yeah. have like all these other bands i'm like oh my god this is awesome like there's bands i never thought i would see i mean like we've been talking to step up on uh instagram and they're talking about coming back i also yes. saw that out yeah which like i was stoked i'm like holy shit, these guys are back and then um oh guys help me out uh sunk loto out of australia mm-hmm. they're playing yep. live i saw their live video and like I don't know man i'm starting to get emotional i'm like this I is mean, amazing mud, <laughs> mud,
2: bigger names mud vein i mean they're a huge presence again out of nowhere uh uh coal chambers doing shows and festivals again like yep what a time to then. be alive what a time to oh, be yeah. alive
0: yeah absolutely yeah and then um, also too uh in and what you were talking about also dylan and i have to say this tom you probably didn't want me to but i'm going to because this is gonna be a running thing throughout like the life of this podcast the topic yeah. of From Zero. He hates that uh, band. I say they're new metal. I don't care how cheesy that music video is. From Zero's new metal. Am I right, guys? percent no,
1: absolutely. Listen, I,
2: thank you.
1: One of my favorites. Even. That that fir- that first record, uh, just it's just incredible. Everything about it. It's it's got all the elements. And
2: and, and yeah. I feel like you, I feel like you can take their look right, and you can apply that to to so many bands like. You know, like I wouldn't call them like a copycat or a ripoff because and, oh, there was tons of bands doing really lame stuff like that
0: back in the day. <laughs> Machine Head with, uh, right? Uh, I mean, from, from this day, I still love the shit out of that song. I love no. the shit oh, out of that man. whole album. It's yeah, great. It's, it's and yeah, thinking. burning gonna,
2: red. Think, it's sick. Yeah. it's hilarious how they denounce like their their new metalism.
0: Yeah. And, and speaking about denouncing new metalism, it's funny to see how many bands that are now coming back that some point in time, like, I don't know, pick a year around 2005 to 2008, where they're shitting on the on the genre. And now they're coming right. back and they're playing their old stuff again. So it's like, were you feeling like the pressure? Like, I have to be with the cool kid and say that new metal's like not you know, it's lame or like, yeah. I've always kind of wondered that. I'm like, why, why do you, what, what changed your mind now? Like, oh, it's, it's okay again because it's popular or is well, it, did you really, or, or did not you not mind in the first place? You know? I mean, really it's,
2: it's about following the trend and staying relevant, right? Like, even if you still love it, you've got to present your music to a wider audience that wants a more accepting sound, you know? So if, if, you know, metal core. Is the thing that's taken off? Maybe you shift your sound to metalcore, or like basically just do the the Rob Flynn uh, Machine Head thing, you know, and just <laughs> right, and just and just jump genres every other album, and just stay, you know, stay relevant all the time. Yeah, well, you know, so
1: yeah, I I have this interesting theory about Fred Durst, and you know, so he's like, you think of new metal, you, he's one of the first people you think, right? Well, I almost feel like he did a lot of stuff for. Him. The new metal genre and pushed everything forward, but he also kind of you know drug it down to the toilet with it. So it's <laughs> like, and, and I love my biscuit I'm not you know I'm not talking ill of it, but it's like you know he overexposed himself and got really kind of cheesy there at the end, um, right? right. Like little, I, and and I, Britney Spears and Christina and, Aguilera yeah, and stuff. And, and it was all around that same time, like 2005 or so. All that happened. Every, all of a sudden, every band didn't want to be. You see what I mean? Like they wanted to get as far away from it as possible. It's like, I don't know, maybe like, it's that presence that he was bringing at the time was just so like, kind of, yuck, you know? I, I don't know, like, that's just my th- my point of view, my theory, I, you know? If, that may, if, any, if any of that makes sense, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, no, I, I think there's definitely some truth to that, but I, I guess the thing that I've always was frustrated and still frustrated about is that, for someone that's not truly a fan of the genre and, and loves a lot of bands within that, they automatically think, okay, new metal is Fred Durst, new metal is Limp Bizkit. I'm like, that's just yep. a portion of it. And that's the beauty of the genre is that, that there's, agree, it, yeah. there, there, there's an industrial side, there's a funk side, there's a straight up metal side. And, and you know, not everybody wears a backwards red hat and raps, you know, right, there's some right, new metal, right. there's no rap in it all. And so it's like, you know, and of course, like people that don't care, like I try to tell them that and they don't care to listen, like whatever, it's Fred Durst and that's it. And I hate Fred Durst. Like, all right, whatever.
2: But. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it's also ironic how how the genre is kind of it is kind of locked to the time that it came out right like a there's a lot of genres like that but you know that's that's why when you get into conversations and arguments about new metal today everybody's like oh it's adjacent or it's core or it's this or it's that i'm like well because it's a product of its time period like you can't very- really make the new metal that was made from 1998 to 2004 it just it just can't right. be
1: done Like." It's just it's just not possible. Well, it has to evolve, you know. Otherwise, it's you
4: know, what is it it's stale? It doesn't. That's one thing about new metal to me, in a way that new metal was like a very era defined sound. Right. It was something that happened when and where it was. It wasn't a growing thing necessarily. It kind of just popped and happened, and then just it was something that. Out of style pretty fast, really as well. Well, uh, oh, yeah. Now it it's just like, something where nowadays it's more like just people are that nostalgic for it, and there's just it needs to be another kind of a little bit of a paradigm shift, I guess, to just kind of have something come out different again. And new metal did that in the mid to late nineties to, to the early two thousand. Now kind of bringing that kind of philosophy back into into the, the, music these days as well
2: right and it's like you know the, the people that that you know that this that new metal influenced are are having kids you know and their kids are growing up and they're like hey i want to make you know the, that kind of music you know so it's cool that they can kind of like generation generationally bring that you know forward to to new, new
1: well, listen they, they sell slipknot shirts at target <laughs> so, like, think about that. There. Think about that there, right? Oh,
0: shit, we're old. Wow. Because it's like,
1: because people, people our age, our, our demographic, they're, they're shopping at Target buying their groceries yeah, and stuff. I'm gonna, so, when I'm
2: going to hear wait and bleed when yeah. I'm picking up my deli meat at Publix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm
3: just
1: saying, you know, it's like, that's that's where it is. But, I don't know I, i'm interested to see how it comes out you know some of this resurgence you might be a nostalgia grab because that's that's like if you ever look at like mainstream media now that's all they're doing is peddling nostalgia um you know from super mario movie coming out to you know e-man being on netflix you know, with all of that yeah. kind of deal like it that's what they're doing right now so maybe, maybe we're getting a benefit from that and, and I'm, all, I'm all for it because i love new metal and i want to be listening to it and I want other people to listen to it because I think it did get a bad rap. Um, there's a lot of really incredible songs that just no one will ever necessarily hear because it's buried underneath you
3: know, like the, st- the stigma yes. of that genre.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Damn. I- I'm, I'm a little bit depressed. I can't get over the fact that, you know, we're showing our age here. It went from Hot Topic to fucking Target where we're going to find a <laughs> Slipknot shirt. Jesus. Hey, listen, I actually Ugh.
1: bought, I, and, I, and I bought it. I, I bought it when I saw it. I was like, "Well, I, I mean, I went too. Yeah, brand. sure." I was like, "Oh, eight ninety
3: nine yeah. clearance." Yeah,
0: yeah. Like that, you know. Oh man, that's awesome. Uh, so um, we'll probably wrap this about up because I know that uh, Tom's got to go to that birthday party, and um, Uncle Dick's got to give the kids some sugar. So <laughs> that's, I, right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so I mean, but definitely, guys, I want to see, or, or if, if if you guys uh, just want to give you that opportunity. Um, any upcoming shows, releases, anything important, no self-wise that you'd like to kind of just th- spit out there, uh, just for everybody to hear?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, uh, March second, we're playing with Powerman 5000, Satellite Beach, uh, all wind Fields. Um, then we have playing with Flaw on St. Patrick's Day, which I'm looking forward to because I've never played St. Patrick's Day, so I'm gonna I'm thinking about throwing on the kill, going up there and playing. It's kind of you, know, do that you always so go to, uh, to
0: Savannah, right? Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I used to historically, I would just go there, but um, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. We'll you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, those are the those are the two that are coming up. Like I said, we're we're gonna get some new songs uh, coming out here soon. Um, you can follow that on all the social stuff. Yeah. You know, it's everywhere. So just search it yourself. One word. Uh, and really, that's it. I mean, you know, and and, and that's why I thank you guys for having a on. I just love talking new metal. We love
0: to do it again. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, you guys are welcome here anytime, man. You guys are my boys, so,
4: I mean, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of you guys. I've been following you guys for, like, Thanks, almost a decade now, and I'm just hearing anything about you guys right now. Like, you guys always have made great music. I've always been a fan, and uh, my girlfriend actually became a fan after she started hearing you guys and everything like that. So, yeah, just I would love to have you guys around again.
0: Yeah, man, right. that's, oh, man. that's
2: awesome, and, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll keep the new metal
0: alive. That's right amen yes <laughs> all right cool so hey tom did you have anything or are we about to go ahead and jet out of here bud
4: so yeah i guess uh we're gonna wind up this uh interview right now and uh we're gonna you know roll out here sign up here uh how do you want to do this do you want to do our little thing here or and then uh i'll just talk about the song and then what? <laughs> we never get a right it. New. Yeah. New,
0: keep it no. What? Keep, keep
4: it no self. Yeah. Keep it no you, self. Keep it
0: no self. Hey, there you go. Yeah. yeah. You know what? If, if you and I started doing this on video, Tom, and I could like watch your lips move, maybe we
4: could. find Yeah. Get we, to if, the same if we split. had visual cues with each other, it would be a lot easier. So that's going right. to be up to you, though. Whenever you want to do the video stuff, because we actually have people who <laughs> say, "Oh, why don't you guys do some YouTube type stuff?" And I'm just like, uh, you know, maybe." You know, the the thing that sucks is like trying to edit that crap versus trying to edit uh, audio podcast you know a little bit a little bit easier like cutting out the audio and cutting out all the, the filler and all that shit um yeah and that versus trying to do a video thing i mean i wouldn't mind doing like a live thing and have people be around for that possible but i don't know about doing a uh, necessarily a, a whole video youtube thing for it but only if like we actually had an episode where everything seemed to be like actually go smoothly throughout it versus things that where i would rather have to you know cut out and fil and filter out and all that shit so yeah, so uh, we'll see. We'll
0: we'll, we'll figure that. Out. So I'll tell you what. How about this? How about we're gonna end the uh, interview right now, ladies and gents. We're we're gonna sign you off. We're I'm I'm just gonna tell you, keep it new, keep it no self, and we'll end it off with uh, the final song we'll feature on here called "Zombie Apocalypse." Thank you for listening. Thank you again, Dabney and uh, Dylan. Awesome to have you on here. And uh, enjoy no self. And we'll see you on the next episode.
4: So I'm just gonna talk a little bit here about why I chose zombie apocalypse as like basically a sign off song for this interview is because it's actually the very first song I heard by no self. And it's just one of those things where I found them on YouTube. Just, I guess I was just searching for a new metal or something like that at the time and stumbled upon this song. And it's, it's funny because like I have found, you know, Jeremy and you guys, you guys are all, you know, well acquainted, connected, all that stuff through the Florida music scene. I'm just like a, a guy who's Facebook friends with all you guys, luckily and everything like that, and I'm a huge fan of all the music. And I found no self independently of finding new era and come all you know, come along later on and find out you guys are, you know, all good friends and everything like that. All well connected. So just it's cool because I, I just love when I find out that bands and musicians are all really connected like that. And also I'm a big fan of all you guys. So uh starting off with the episode though, here here is an early song. From no self called Zombie Apocalypse. Check it out. All right. And that's uh that's about it for me then.
0: Awesome. awesome. <laughs> <laughs>